3: Welcome to the program. It is betting across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, one of your hosts. I'm in Las Vegas. Your other host is on the East Coast. That's Josh Applebaum. Josh, happy Friday. Happy Tampa Pritch. Bay, Dallas, Aftermath <laughs> Friday.
1: Happy Friday, Pritchard. By the way, remember Jimmy Johnson? Remember what he used to say? How about them Cowboys? <laughs> How about How them about Cowboys? Birds? The hazmat wearing contrarian betters, Pritch, that got me going. A great start to the NFL season here. But I think there are some teachable moments. Obviously, everyone loves to win a bet. You know, what we talked about yesterday is just the fact that that line move was so big to Tampa Bay that it really created a situation where, you know, if you didn't get Tampa Bay early, like even if you got them minus, you know, six and a half early, mm-hmm. you know, they, they pull it out, barely win, but they don't cover. They win, but they don't cover. I wouldn't kick yourself. You beat the closing line. But just that situation where, again, it opened six and a half, got all the way up to nine and a half, nine, had some buyback at nine and a half that was just kind of a perfect storm contrarian play for me where it wasn't a sharp play. I think that's very important. They never really had line movement in their favor. Uh, You really didn't have anything aside from a really contrarian play in a primetime heavily bet game, but the inflated line was key. Pritch, if you were laying the points there late with the bucks, even if they roll, you're really getting the worst of it at that point buying low on the Cowboys at nine and a half, nine with all these dog systems we talk about, you know, with, with uh, going into week one, leaning on a lot of dogs. And I got a lot of late evolving plays. I want to run by you today. So we got an exciting show. Also talked to Gamble and Lou and, and, and Ben Fox here, but uh, dogs now with the Cowboys covering yesterday, 86 and 70 against the spread, 55.1% covering the last decade in week one road dogs, 59 and 44 against the spread, mm-hmm. 57.3% those big dogs, six and a half or more, which we like to look at uh, are around uh, 60, I think like 58, 59% and those road dogs who missed the playoffs buying low in those spots. 45 and 27 ATS, almost 63%. So you put it all together. To me, I think the distinction is it wasn't a sharp play on Dallas, but it was a value play. And as a contrarian-minded better, if I'm against the public with a big inflated line, I'm getting a better number off the opener at a time of year when dogs do very well. Cowboys came through for you. So I'm I'm a big Cowboys fan today, Preach.
3: I'm a big Cowboys fan too because, you know, at the end of the show, it's like, okay, the nine points, I like that situation. And so, okay, go bet it. Right. And so you keep bringing this data to Josh. I mean, uh, this is outstanding information because uh, for me, you know, I'm on the fence in terms of is Tom Brady. I mean, Dallas is up against it. It's Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. I couldn't get that out of my mind, but it just made sense when you have a good number. Uh, and if the Cowboys are catching nine points or, or better, OK, go ahead and bet that. And, and so I topped that by betting the Cowboys in the first half two plus five and a half.
1: At a boy. So luckily, Zerline <laughs> didn't uh, didn't screw you over there on that one. That right. that got dicey. He you know he shanks a couple, hits the upright, and then like, what do you think of McCarthy kicking a sixty yard field goal? And like, I know they only had I think one time out for Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. but like, you could have easily given three points the other way with Tom Brady. So it got dicey there. But Pritch, another thing is like we talked about live lining and looking at Dak Prescott. Right. I think we nailed that too. Like he looked good oh, the entire time he got rid of it quickly. You know, he was even scrambling a little bit. CD lamb had some drops, but then came up big for a bunch of different catches down the stretch. You had a huge game there from Amari Cooper. And I think what you, what you liked is not only that Prescott was looking good, but also that you had a lot of, you know, dropping like flies, defensive backs there for the bucks. Like Mm -hmm. they were missing whitehead. The bunch of their guys got injured. So to me, Pritch, you know, that over is another thing we talked about. It was kind of like a 51 and a half, pretty much all summer. But again, look at those late moves because the last, you know, During our show, 3 to 5, the best hour to do any kind of sports talk at VEASAN when it seems like all the news happens. But that late move, we saw it creep up to 52 and a half. Uh, obviously, it sails over. But again, uh, the hazmat play, the inflated line, we got a lot of dogs that kind of meet that criteria week one on Sunday. So a uh, great start to the NFL year, Pritch. And th- the other funny thing, yes, the great part for me, Pritch, was that I-, I covered my Cowboys bet, but I got to be an old fanboy with the Patriots. And by that, I mean Brady with the ball, down a couple points, a minute left, one timeout, Brady to Gronk. I thought I was in a time machine going back to my Patriots days. It, it couldn't have been a better night for me.
3: Yeah, because you were already in pocket with the winning ticket right there. So, okay, just enjoy the last minute and a half right there from Tom Brady. Uh, did it take exactly. you back? Did it start? You, okay, did you start pining? Like, okay, my Patriots, why did they give up this guy? Uh, what, what's going on? Uh, Stephanie set me straight on that, by the way. We'll, we'll get to that a little <laughs> bit later on the program uh, with Tom Brady and the Patriots and what happened, what went down, and uh, what could have been. But it was a spectacular game. Uh, to say the least, I, I tell you what um, it, continuity speaks volumes uh, and Dak Prescott was stretched out in practice. And, and that was a good thing because that guy uh, is turning into a phenomenal quarterback. So watch out the rest of the national football league when it comes to Dak Prescott It's betting across America. And we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, one of your hosts live from Las Vegas, your other host, live on East Coast in Boston, Josh Applebaum. So, Josh. I know I think you have a over ticket on the Buccaneers, uh, with their one total. Uh, the way that they played, the way that Tom Brady played in particular, uh, that looks pretty good. That looks like a strong play right there. Win total, uh, as we know right now, nine and a half for the Buccaneers. But, um, you know, nine, nine and a half in terms of the spread there, uh, that's where it closed at. And then the total was 52 uh, and a half there as well. So as you looked at that game, you watched Tom Brady, you saw the
1: continuity, you saw all these players come back uh, for Tampa Bay. Your thoughts? yeah so first off you know one of my thoughts here is you got to work on your championship banner nights like what, what was that I didn't really see like was there even an actual banner I'm mean, all jokes aside they you know hey when you're in New England Pritch we got a bunch of them so they can learn something from us but I would just say Brady is still the go I you know, he's zipping balls he's 44 I will notice too Pritch did you see like you know a lot of quarterbacks have uh, like that you know that towel around their around their uh, around their kind of their waist mm-hmm. he's got like a, a beach towel behind his <laughs> waist so maybe that's like it's too hot down there but I, that was kind of noticeable to me but I just think the sky's the limit with this team. You know, Brady, uh, obviously, uh, you know, going into year two, these are all the reasons why I like that over win total, 11 and a half. So if you took that, again, now what do you need? You need 11 more to cash that thing. But the continuity, also, uh, I want to give props to Derek Cardy, who we had on the show previously this mm-hmm. week. Who did he identify as an over opportunity uh with, with yardage Pritch? Antonio Brown. Yes. Antonio Brown is a guy who, you know, his life's been in flux here the last couple of years. Big money with with the Raiders. It didn't work out. He gets cut. He has legal issues. Brady vouches for him. I think where Brady's investment, he's trying to he's starting to get some uh something back here with that investment when he went out on a limb with Brown because he really kind of transforms that offense. And you focus on obviously Evans, who had some drops, and Godwin, you know, that turnover at the at the goal line. Mm-hmm. They, you know, I'm like I'm fraying like wow that's those are the breaks you need if you want to cover these big numbers but I just think Brown is an underlook player Gronk looks great to me you're really banking on this team Uh, and again let's give credit to the Cowboys because Pritch, I bet the Cowboys as a value play, but was I super confident? No, you have question marks. What are they going to do on defense? How will Dak Prescott look? But I think the thing with the Bucks here is, hey, you get a big win. You have time to improve. And with the Patriots and Brady back in the day, it was, you know, you get stronger as the year goes on. So all this continuity, I think, is really making Brady optimistic here. And Pritch, my undefeated season here, ticket 20-1. to 1. We're alive. We got through week one. Sure. We survived.
3: I tell you what, when you make 11 penalties out there and and have four turnovers and you still win the football game, uh, that's not a great start, but yet you get the job done. You win. And, and it centers around Tom Brady. I mean, this guy um, is redefining the position, really, Josh. I, I was thinking about this earlier today. I don't remember a quarterback or even a study uh, that I've done on the National Football League, a, a quarterback playing at this level. I mean, he is – he is throwing the ball and getting rid of the ball quicker than he's ever have. He has ever has. Um, He is so meticulous about how he delivers the football. I mean, if he doesn't have, and I'm showing, you know, with my hand motion, the backward C to his hand, right? His delivery is so precise at this age. I don't think we've seen this level of play at the quarterback position.
1: I don't think so either, here Pritch, and I think there's a lot going on. So number one, they I think the the broadcast did a good job. They're going back to you know 2010, 2005, all these times where uh, they're looking at his motion and he's getting it out just as quick as he ever has. Right. Uh, but I think also, you know, one thing Brady said a few years ago with the Pats is he said, uh, and it was kind of like an arrogant comment, but he said, I have the answers to the test, you mm. know, uh, based on his his knowledge of the game. So. You know, does he have the same body as when he was 24? Pritch, he was dating Tara Reed, He was drinking beer. This was all before the TV, the TV 12 method here. That's so I right. think now that he knows what he's doing. And again, he knows where the ball's going. And there's some anticipation. I think there was a, I forget which play it was. It was, it was a wide receiver pitch. Maybe you remember on the left side where mm-hmm. he didn't even turn around yet. And Brady already threw it and it was right. right in his hand. So now with that year two of continuity and playing with these guys and knowing exactly where Gronk is, there was that play up the middle for the touchdown where Brady just kind of like, Hey, the guy's pinching there and on the side boom I I forgot it was Lawrence or somebody Gronk goes they know exactly where each other is at so I'm with you Pritch you know uh, Brady gets older and older but uh, he still is looking like a 25 year old even though he's 44. Uh, I think another thing is like we're talking MVP um, Mm -hmm. opportunities I know his his odds moved a bit I think it's like 1400 maybe down to like 10 to 1 something like that but get ready like I mentioned you're gonna get all this stuff where he's gonna put up these numbers and everything you see is gonna be Oldest quarterback ever to throw for 300, to do this, to do that. He, by the way, both quarterbacks went over their their passing yardage mm-hmm. uh, last night as well, which we highlighted. So uh, again, uh, part of me like uh, Pritch. It's like when you, you break up with someone, at first you're really mad at them for leaving you. <laughs> now it's like I'm thinking of the old times, and I lo- I love Brady again. I'll always love Brady as a Pats fan. Uh, but I'll be honest, I'm excited about Mac Jones. But as, uh, the one that got away, Pritch, Babe Ruth to the Yankees, Brady to the Bucks. But it's, uh, it's water under the bridge at this point.
3: Yeah, but you had a lot of happy years with that guy, though. Come on, man. How many Super Bowls exactly. do you want, I, right? I can't be greedy. <laughs> you yeah, can't come be on. too greedy. I mean, <laughs> you had two decades uh, of a relationship right there. Uh, you know, one of the things, too, with Tom Brady uh, is the confidence that he instills in that football team from the head coach to all the players. Uh, they had no doubt, Josh, that they were going to win that game. Uh, Even with a minute 29 left on the clock and, okay, we're behind, but that's okay. We got 12. And when you have that level of confidence as a better, I'm looking at that. I'm filing that away too. And then also the age thing. I'm throwing that out the window until I see that affect Tom Brady. Right now, the age thing is not affecting this guy.
1: I'm right there with you pritch and again good offensive line you added giovanni bernard who to me was kind of a stinky good pickup and by the way was the over under on james white references last night was it like three and a half i <laughs> sure. feel like every time it's new england South saying, now. exactly so uh that's a good pickup here um but i, I agree with you pritch you know the, the age thing uh it, being like 44 years old in 2021 is i think a lot different than uh, who's it george blanda there's some uh picture of like the old quarterback smoking a cigarette at halftime and you know, like it's different <laughs> nowadays with modern medicine. So, you yes. know, things have changed. And, uh, and I think Brady just, again, he, he's running that thing. He's, you know, left, which obviously his coordinator, but um, no having all the best weapons of his career outside of probably the 07 year with Randy Moss and Welker mm-hmm. uh, Brady knows exactly what he's doing. And I think this is the other thing though, Pritch. as great as it was, you know, I had it, I had my cake and eat it too. Cowboys covered and Brady yep. won. But moving forward, I think there's going to be so much love for Brady that it may create value to bet on these dogs against Brady, where, again, you got kind of lucky with some turnovers and everything, and when they're playing their game, they probably win by 14 last night. But I think I'm going to be forced to probably bet some dogs as gross plays mm-hmm. against Brady because the love for him this year is just going to be uh, you know, astronomical.
3: Yeah, we'll look for that. I mean, week four gets very, very interesting. The guy's on track uh, to break that record in New England.
1: Ooh. <laughs> and also, Pritch, I'm a Sopranos fan. Yep. The Many Saints of Newark, the new Sopranos uh, prequel, comes out, I think, October 1st. And okay. then Brady comes to New England October 4th. That's going to be a big week for me. I'm excited. <laughs> Give me the Patriots, plus, plus three and a half in that one at home. <laughs> right,
3: forget the dog player, or the love for Brady, right? <laughs> okay, <laughs> some news uh, for the Cowboys, because I want to get your thoughts on the Cowboys. Uh, Michael Lombardi had an interesting take uh, on uh, a particular Cowboy, too. So, uh, Cowboys wide receiver Michael Gallup suffered a calf strain in uh, the loss uh, last night. Uh, he's expected to miss three to five weeks uh, right there. So we saw Dak Prescott with all these weapons. Michael Gallup, uh, that guy is phenomenal. He's in a contract year or two. Uh, but Amari Cooper stepped up, uh, and certainly CeeDee Lamb stepped up too. Uh, not so much well with Ezekiel Elliott, uh, as we had our own Michael Lombardi with a pretty strong take here. Josh, uh, Lombardi suggests that the Cowboys trade or even cut Elliott. I mean, just based off that one game, I mean, I don't know. That seems like a bit extreme right there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you, Pritch. He was on my fantasy team last night, didn't do much for me. We did talk about how that, you know, run defense from Tampa Bay is just so stout. Uh, You know, best in the league last year, only giving up like 3.6 yards per carry. Uh, So I don't blame him too much. You know, if he performs this way against like lackluster or bad defensive teams and maybe there's something there uh, you know again maybe you have a team that says hey we'll give you a first round pick for him maybe you listen to that Pollard's a pretty good backup uh, but I want Zeke there I think when the you know when the bullets are flying you get deeper into the year you get into some maybe some cold weather games if you can run the ball uh, to me I'm keeping it in my back pocket making life a little bit easier uh, for Dak Prescott also you trade Zeke Pollard looks good now what if he has an injury what do you have behind him I agree with, with Michael uh, you know Michael's the sharpest guy when it comes to betting NFL and talking NFL but if i'm a cowboys fan i want to keep zeke around lackluster performance last night but again it happened to be against probably the best defense or one of the best defenses in the nfl but i agree with the pitch the one thing mm. that annoyed me i uh-huh. like pitch when it was to the left and he kind of tried to cut in and score i'm like just keep going wide and like you know put the ball over the pylon yeah uh, there were some maybe questionable decisions there but again tip your cap to that defense uh for for tampa bay they're very difficult to run on
3: yeah that was a cornerback i mean he could have either stiff darned him to the turf or or ran him over or did something Trying to loot a guy when you're a bigger back or a powerful guy, yeah, I didn't like that either. Uh, but I, I think that could be extreme. I mean, Zeke uh, brings a lot to the table, I believe. When you're missing Zach Martin, uh, uh, pretty much a plow in front of you, <laughs> I mean, you're not going to run the ball effectively, I don't think. And so you got Dominican Sue. oh, my gosh, Vita Vea as well you know the running game probably was out the window i think from a game planning standpoint so i think we'll see more zeke involved in offense and i wouldn't see i wouldn't suggest that they trade him or even cut him i mean that's a lot of money right there to cut a guy but uh we do need to see more i agree with that we do need to see more production from zeke elliott though for the cowboys to be more successful
1: i agree with you, Pritch. and i'm already looking at uh, of course we got week one this sunday really but Let's go to the next Cowboy game. They're at the Chargers. Uh, that's going to be the uh, the 19th year, 425 p.m. Eastern time game. I'm seeing some openers of Chargers minus three at home. I'm looking at – let's see what, what goes on here. with The key number of three, you know, typically three points home field. That's kind of telling you these teams are evenly matched on a neutral site. One angle with Dallas would be, again, you don't like losing Gallup. uh, But again, tip your cap to Amari Cooper. He was a monster last night. So many contested catches, Pritch. I know as a former wide receiver, he probably made you proud. But uh, I'm looking at Dallas maybe as a road dog opportunity play there. Um, Also a rest advantage. You know, Dallas is going to be playing off a Thursday game where Chargers are going to play on Sunday. Those rest advantages, road dogs, short road dogs. If you start to see this thing three, maybe creep down to, you know, juiced up plus three, minus 115, does it get down to two and a half? I got my eyes glued on maybe Dallas plus three uh, week two at the Chargers.
3: Okay, uh, we'll keep an eye on that for sure. So, something I want to get to with you because I was on the panel with Michael Lombardi, um, uh, Vegas Chris, as well as Matt uh, from Circa about the football panel about how to bet. You know, how you're looking at uh, the season Uh, and and totals in particular. We got a question about totals. So the pass interference or no offensive pass interference call uh, on Godwin. Now, I said during the panel that as a receiver, we're not conscious or really aware that officials are going to call pass interference on us. In fact, we think we have the advantage. We can get away with a lot of things, because they're primarily looking for defensive fast interference. And so we saw
1: Godwin get away with that. Does that influence your thought process at all with totals? So I think it's interesting. You know, I take each game individually, Pritch. You know, I I try to have some overarching beliefs in general. Like, I want to be contrarian. I want to be with the house. I want to be with the pros. I want to beat the closing line. Those are my guiding philosophies. But. Each game I take individually, obviously, I think the market is going to tell you, uh, you know, based on a total where it's going, like that late move to the over last night with the Bucs and the Cowboys ended up being uh, correct as, again, at one point, it got dicey, like middle second quarter, but then the points start flowing, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I would look at referees, though, because there are a couple different games and situations where, where, uh, you know, head officials do have tendencies. They're kind of like, you know, they're humans in the end, and we talk about like Joe West in MLB or, you know, obviously, Scott Foster in the NBA, these lead refs can be uh, either, you know, flag happy or kind of let them play. I know kind of the topic of conversation is Godwin pushed off. They didn't call it. Brady gets the call. It always turns up, you know, uh, turns up Brady and, and Sonny always. But uh, I, I look at these tendencies. It's, it's a cherry on top. It's not a major factor for me. But I'll give you an example, Pritch, like uh, the Jets in Carolina. This is a game that I'm looking at, which is becoming a late evolving play for me. I kind of like the Jets here. You know, early on, you actually saw Carolina. I think a lot of books were like minus four, got up to like four and a half. I saw five pop at one point. This thing's coming back down to four. I see some three and a halves. The Jets would match as a uh, road dog, Week One, who missed the playoffs the previous year, 62. percent But here's where the, the conversation uh, comes in with with referees. This isn't a total spot, mm-hmm. but Clay Martin, the lead ref, he's historically really good to road teams. Uh, road teams are 31 and 12 ATS with Clay Martin as the head official here. So those are little things I look at. Again, I think it, it kind of depends. You know, again, we, the one misconception, Pritch. I always thought home field advantage was always about You know the crowd behind you and getting you pumped and making it hard on the opposing team there are some studies that i've read that are really interesting where the home field advantage yes it's at home the crowd loves you but a big part of it is the officials and the referees because a lot of officials can be swayed by the home crowds and Mm. you know unless you're joe west and you love the wrath of you know the opposing (laughs) or you know the crowd sometimes they're susceptible like uh, do i really want to throw this flag it's a 50 50 game and everyone's gonna be yelling at me that's an interesting thing I read. It's a lot about the referees and, and their bias toward, uh, again, wanting to be and you know appear fair and impartial, but also you know maybe be a little less uh, you know flag happy if you're going to make the home crowd mad.
3: Okay, yeah, get caught up in a moment. Uh, definitely have experienced that from an official uh, once <laughs> or twice. Uh, news and notes that could affect your bet here. It's official. Ravens lose uh, running back Gus Edwards, cornerback uh, Marcus Peters uh, to torn ACLs. Uh, uh, Thursday's practice. Uh, that news dropped uh, uh, broke uh, during the show. Uh, so there you go. We've seen line movement too in this uh, Monday night matchup between the Ravens and the Raiders.
1: Yeah, we have Pritch. And again, this is the uh, the the importance of doing this show three to five. We get so lucky because everything happens at this at this hour or two hours. But um, I still like the Vegas Raiders. To me, the the play yesterday was jumping on the hook. Mm-hmm. Uh, this opened at a lot of shops around Baltimore minus four. Really, really popular bet in a primetime game. Kind of like how the Bucs were getting two-thirds of bets last night in a primetime game. Like when you're going contrarian, I like to do it in the NFL. Almost any game is good to go contrarian because it's the most heavily bet sport. But in particular, your Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night, that's where really lopsided betting where uh, it's a primetime game. Everyone's watching it. If everyone's on one side, I like to be on the other side. But I don't want to just be contrarian. I want some sharp action. Maybe it's injury-related. But with the Ravens, when they got to four, it got up to four and a half. You saw that hook with the four and a half get scooped up down to four. Obviously, we're showing some 3 and a halfs here. I think you can still find a four, but Pritch, all these injuries. They signed Latavius Murray, which I think we kind of knew that was going to happen. They have Le'Veon Bell. They have Devonta Freeman. Pritch, if this was five years ago, they have the best running backs on the planet right now. I don't know how they'll do now, but obviously, <laughs> I like grabbing the points in a primetime game. Super contrarian when dogs do well. Give me the Vegas Raiders. Ideally, you got the four and a half Mm -hmm. yesterday, but even at four, I'm going to take the points in that matchup.
3: Good thing to grab the points early before the line movement, certainly before the news of the injuries. But you look at that roster, that defense was a top, uh, what, three or five scoring defense. Only allowed, what, 19 points a game last year. Uh, And yet they still have a lot of players, including Lamar Jackson, offensively. I know it's a big blow to lose all these players to injuries, but uh, next man up, I think, is going to be the mentality with the Ravens.
1: I'm with you, Pritch. And by the way, you're talking defense. Yep. That total fell 51 down wow. to 50 and a half, 50. Uh, that's going to be a really gross contrarian under. But again, maybe yep. a lower scoring game with these injuries offensively.
3: All right. More betting across America when we continue the program after this break. It's a perfect time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app, stop by any MGM casino on the strip, have your state-issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel you have a problem, it's 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. So, Josh, are you ready? Uh, we got so many games here in the National Football League week one. I want to get to all these games, uh, interpretation of the line movement. Uh, were you settling in on in terms of a pick or a lean? Uh, and I'll do the same.
1: I'm ready, Pritch. Let's get it. All right.
3: So, our combined strength, right? Like Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, right? Our combined well, strength. I love it. We're going to cash tickets <laughs> here. Um, Pittsburgh-Buffalo, a lot going on here in this game already. News about Emmanuel Sanders, questionable. Uh, we're seeing a line right
1: now, Buffalo uh, at home minus 6, 48 is the total. Yeah, I'm looking at the Steelers here and I think, you know, I'll make it very easy for you. I'm going to be on a vast majority of dogs this weekend, just in general. (laughs) Uh, So I'll I'll tell you that right now. Again, this is my, this is the time to play these dogs week one dogs, the last decade, they're 55% ATS, but let's try to layer in more systems and try to make it stronger because there are a couple of favorites on the board. I do like, but Mm -hmm. uh, I like Pittsburgh here for a couple of different reasons. Number one, contrarian and heavily bet game this is also when the nfl returns the public wants to bet uh the biggest behemoth sport of all when it comes to betting highest uh handles biggest ticket counts so betting against the public is really the strongest in the nfl about two-thirds of bets are on buffalo i think the public says josh allen uh you know continuing to progress got his big money deal Bills look great. They've gotten better and better each year. They're kind of going to be one of those contenders, maybe in the final four, uh, maybe, you know, flirting with maybe a Super Bowl run. So right off the bat, hey, I'm off the key number seven. I'll lay the points. Bills will easily win by seven or more. But here's what we're seeing, Pritch. A lot of late buyback on the Steelers. A lot of these books that opened six, six and a half, got up to seven at one point, never got to the seven and a half with the hook. But really what over the last week is, Those sevens came back down to six and a half. And some of these six and a halfs are a little juiced up like they may go to six. We're showing six here. I think you can still find a hook across the board. But long story short, Pritch, this would match the same system as the Cowboys last night. Big dogs, week one, six and a half points or more, 28 and 17 against the spread, 62% the last decade. And a little uh, little cherry on top is mm-hmm. Mike Tomlin. Mm-hmm. Tomlin's been very good to bet on when his team is getting points, when people don't believe in them, when he can kind of sell that to his locker room and say, Hey, uh, I don't know if they talk betting like like Lane Kiffin in college, but hey guys, we're a big dog. No one believes in us. Let's let's shock the world. Let's prove them wrong. Uh, Mike Tomlin as a dog, 38 and 19 against the spread. 67%. Also, I love that, that TJ Watt, that's out of the picture now. He's got his money. He's going to play, which, by the way, Pritch, did you see? He said to his agent, you know, like, uh, screw you. I'm going to sign this deal anyway. That's right. He I love that. He, he's, he's ready to go.
3: <laughs> yeah, so give, his, give me the Steelers in this one, Prince. His agent works for him. I mean, it's not the other way around, right? And so if he wants to play, look, get the deal done. Uh, so I'm glad he did that. Uh, some authority right there from a player over the agent. I like that. Now, I also, I also like Big Ben. Uh, And maybe a chip on his shoulder. Took a pay cut or an adjustment to his pay to come back. And I think he has a lot to prove, too, this year. And so I took a second and a third and a fourth look at the Steelers. And I like what I see. I, I like a healthy Big Ben in this matchup.
1: I'm right there with you, Pritch. So, yeah, the sleek, yep. slender, uh, you know, th- thinner, uh, uh, Big Ben here, obviously, you know, with a lot of great wide receivers. Yep. And every year they're getting better ones. But, again, keep it on the under, too. Okay. 50 to 40 and a half, a little bit of win there.
3: You already touched on this one, Jets, Panthers. You're starting to like the Jets uh, in this matchup. Uh, the Jets are catching four points, uh, 44 and a half's the total.
1: I am. I'm liking the Jets, Pritch. I didn't go into the summer saying I love the Jets. This has kind of happened for me probably the last couple days, but I like the fact that really no one's believing in the Jets, and Carolina, to me, is getting a little bit overvalued here with Darnold playing his old team. But what I like is just this line movement. It was four and a half the other day. Some shops even got to 5. It's now down to 4, but I'm seeing some shops go down to three and a half here, Pritch. So you're kind of not really on a key number. Obviously, you want the 4 instead of the three and a half. but this would be a road dog who, who have done well, uh, 57% ATS, road dog who missed the playoffs short dog week 1. I'm going Jets here. Also maybe sneaky over at open 43. It's up to 44 and a half. That's a low total on the rise.
3: Okay, you know, it's the Jets now. But I know. you know, like we're
1: scratching out the names here and we're looking at dog situation. I get it. Exactly. Take your bias out of it. Right. If you're going to like, either be if you're going to be a bear, be a grizzly. Pritch. To me, if you like dogs, this is your week to do it. Especially if you have some line movement in your favor. I need a clear reverse line move or an insane inflated line opportunity like last night with the Cowboys.
3: Yeah, two uh, teams with new quarterbacks. Uh, so there's a, there's a number of that situation in the National Football League Week One. Two and certainly has to establish itself. Nothing has been established with the Carolina Panthers, although I do like them, uh, and certainly nothing's been established with the Jets. We 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 will continue our breakdown of all the games coming up in week one. That's next. Season it may have kicked off, but there's still time to make money this season. The VSEN NFL betting guide is only $19.99 and still available. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, divisional finishes, and player awards. Sign up for VSEN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at slash subscribe. Welcome back to the program. It's been Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, with you today. So, Josh, let's continue our breakdown of these games. Week one, National Football League, Jaguars and the Texans. The Jaguars minus three on the road. Road favorite with a rookie quarterback uh, against a mess of a uh, franchise right now. 45 and a half to total.
1: Yeah, Pritch, I feel like this is kind of the one play over the summer that I've kind of been glued on from the very start. I like Houston here quite a bit. I would say, uh, before we get to the breakdown here, there has been some buyback on the Jaguars. Like, I thought that this thing, you know, so first off, it opened like, I think there was like two, two and a half, something like that. Got to the key number of three. There's a lot of love for the Jaguars. Again, I think it's uh, a little bit dicey here, putting mm-hmm. all your your faith behind a rookie coach, rookie quarterback, laying points on the road in a division game. That's why I really like the Texans here, buying low plus three. We know divisional dogs the last uh, decade are 68% against the spread in week one. Uh, and again, Tyrod Taylor is no Patrick Mahomes, but he's a veteran who knows what he's doing against a rookie coach, rookie quarterback. And I also think kind of the the you know buy on bad news, sell on good news. Everyone's kind of loving the Jaguars here, even though. They were kind of lackluster in the preseason. You walk into a bar, everyone's saying how terrible the Texans are going to be, the lowest win total of four. That really creates a perfect storm to grab the plus three. My only thing, Pritch, I already took Texans plus three. I'm a little worried because I do see some minus three Jaguars that are juiced up to the going to minus three and a half. So maybe, again, if you haven't bet it yet and you can find a three and a half even better, That worries me a bit. I was thinking this thing may get down to two and a half. The fact that it's going to three and a half, uh, again, maybe some respected betters like the Jaguars here, but I'm going to stick with the Texans. This is a divisional dog spot, dog low total, uh, veteran against a rookie quarterback. I'm going to go Texans here.
3: Do we know who the offensive coordinator is for the Texans? I mean, I know Lovey Smith is a defense coordinator, uh, but you mentioned Tyrod Taylor as a veteran, but he's a veteran with who's gonna be the coach, who's calling plays, who's coordinating the offense. I mean, this is a mess here uh with the Texans. And and then you have Urban Meyer on the other side, and I get it, rookie head coach, rookie quarterback. But you do have experienced coordinators though on the side of the Jaguars.
1: Yeah, you do. And again, uh, t- that gives me credence. Like, I thought this was going to be a perfect storm. You grab the three, you get the good number there, the Texans, and it falls to two and a half. I think those issues, and again, I don't know who that offensive coordinator is, Rich. You got me. <laughs> I-, I got no idea. But as Michael Lombardi always jokes, Coke machines. It's Coke machines for me because I'm playing numbers. I'm not really playing, like, players in general. But I'm with you. That's definitely a concern. Uh, but again, uh, I looked at my stats. I-, I mentioned this, I don't know, last couple times we talked about this game. When was the last time the Jaguars were a public favorite on the road in the division laying points i think it was 2017 something like that it has been forever so maybe maybe jaguars roll and i look like a, you know an idiot in this one pritch but i'm gonna play this system divisional dog system key number of three but i will fully admit some creeping up to three and a half that does worry me a bit with my texans play. okay i'm looking for that
3: information right now tim kelly does that ring a bell offense Ooh. coordinator yeah i mean no idea is, is he a veteran <laughs> <laughs> i know tyrod taylor's a veteran but is he a veteran <laughs> uh, so th- I mean that I mean seriously, we're, we're doing data and certainly the awareness uh, that I have as a player, and it's just like that's go- when the, when the real bullets are flying, Josh, I mean, it is really difficult uh, if you don't have it together uh, as an organization out there on game day.
1: I agree with you, and again, that's, that's definitely some cause for concern. Mm-hmm. I would say, though, too, you know, in a dome, getting fans back in the stands, let's give a little bit of credit to home field advantage mm-hmm. there. Maybe that'll boost the Texans a little bit. Uh, I would say, too, Pritch, the over is kind of intriguing to me. It's kind of a low total. It's 45, but I did see it creep up, 45 up to 45 and a half. So, again, you're in the dome. That's baked into the cake, but maybe some over money there as well.
3: Okay, Arizona, Tennessee, Tennessee at home laying three, 53 is a total.
1: I really like Tennessee early, Pritch. I think a lot of these shops, they were two and a half, got up to three. Um, Obviously, we have the news with some COVID situations with the Titans. I think a lot of that movement also was when they acquired Julio Jones over the summer. But I got to admit, Tennessee is kind of becoming a a very popular favorite here at home, laying the three. And I am seeing some books creep back down. Like, if you like the Cardinals here, I don't think you should wait until Sunday to bet them. I think plus three, you may want to get it today or sooner rather than later because a lot of these plus threes are minus 115. always pay attention to the juice the juice it's not going to guarantee you're going to win one one way or the other but it helps you predict the next move and where the liability might be so the fact that this is you know plus three a lot of shops i'm seeing minus 115 mm-hmm. to the cards looks like it's coming back down a little bit i do like divisional dogs uh you know conference dogs non-conference benefits a little bit more to favorites but if you're making me play this number as it is now i like the titans earlier in the summer I'm thinking Cardinals plus three might be the value play at this point.
3: Okay. Chargers and the football team out there in Washington, almost a pick them Washington minus one uh, 45 is the total Curtis Samuels going on IR for three weeks here. At least that's what they're saying.
1: Yeah. So I don't love that in general Pritch, but I'm going to go Washington here. This was another kind of late evolving play for me. I didn't go into the summer saying I love Washington, but the way it's developing is it's kind of a 50, 50 ticket count. I even see some love for the chargers here with Herbert going into year two. uh, But, Big thing to me is, you know, you flash back about a week ago there, it was minus one chargers. It's now flipped to minus one Washington. Mm-hmm. So that you're getting that home field advantage. You have this great ferocious, uh, you know, front four and our buddy, Jamin Davis. who maybe we're, we're betting here for uh, our defensive rookie of the year there in the NFC. Uh, by the way, Pars- I want to ask you, Pritch. Uh, anyway, I'm on Washington here, okay. money line, mm-hmm. but I want to ask you, Micah Parsons, I saw Twitter torch him that play where he jumped up and cut back and lo- looked like he was lost. Is that Was that legit, or were they just being tough on him last night?
3: No, I mean, it, it was legit. I, I think uh, part of the game plan for Tampa Bay was to exploit uh, Michael Parsons. I mean, is, this is a different speed than preseason. Uh, we can get impressed by guys and their playmaking ability in preseason, but that's got to carry over to now. Uh, and so now you have teams – specifically trying to game plan uh, against what you don't do very well. And so, uh, but that's the learning curve. And Michael Parsons is part of the league. And as a rookie, you're going to go through those learning curves that way.
1: Yeah, that's a good point, Pritch. And again, I'm just saying like, man, you're kind of rough on the kid. You know, he's the first (laughs) game ever. And uh, I just saw him became a meme. I'm like, poor guy there. but. Anyway, that, my brain works because he's the favorite for Defensive Player of the Year. Right. But our guy, Jamin Davis, is, uh, is kind of right there behind him. So maybe one of those linebackers wins that that award. Yeah, I mean, you got tape study. That's how you're going to get better as a
3: player. Parsons will be better. Uh, I mean, but you got you to face the music, though. Uh, teams will game plan against your weaknesses. And it's up to you as a player to solve that or eliminate weaknesses if you can.
1: I'm with you, Pritch. And again, one thing I'm looking at is does this continue to move toward Washington? Like if we okay. see the football team go to minus one and a half, you know, you can say, wow, it's a half point. Who cares? No big deal. That'll be very, very meaningful. that would make me even more confident in Washington. I'm going Moneyline there. I don't want to see him win by one, and I push. I'll lay the minus 115, minus 120.
3: All right, I like that play right there. A lot uh, of good things happening um, from the Washington football team now on the field, and, and certainly uh, Fitzpatrick uh, settling in there at quarterback. We continue with more picks, maybe some leans. That's coming up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Sign up today at BetMGM and enjoy the thrill of victory on your very first bet. The King of Sportsbooks welcomes you to Showtime. With the lock of the year, simply place a $10 Moneyline wager on any pro football team. If any team scores a touchdown, you'll win $200 and free bets regardless of your bets outcome. Just use bonus code DESEND200 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM's live betting options, boosted odds specials, and daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to betmgm.com and use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets if any pro football team scores a touchdown. It's a new customer offer, paid in free bets, eligibility restrictions apply. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Please gamble responsibly if you feel you have a problem. It's 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the program. And spending across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. And Josh, um, going down the list of all these games here and doing a great job, Josh, by the way. Uh, Eagles at the Falcons. Uh, I think the Falcons have the potential to be explosive offensively. Now, I don't know as a team their win total. I'm not settled in on that. But the quarterback, you know, he, had, he has had his moments throughout his career. Um, but you got Philly on the road here, uh, plus three and a half and you got a total of 48 and a half as well.
1: Yeah, so I agree with the pitch. First off, uh can we make this a thing every Friday our Friday show we just run through every NFL game? Like I'm loving this. We got to okay. make this a a new occurrence here. Sounds so, good? Um but 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 in general, Pritch, I'm with you. Number one with the total, um, and you talked about how this offense can be very explosive. I'm with you with Kyle Pitts and Ridley and uh, Matt Ryan, obviously. But um, this thing is on the rise in a dome. You know, two teams questionable defensively, but can put up some points. Jalen Hurts on the other side as well. This total open 47, Pritch. It's up to 48 and a half. Mm-hmm. So you've seen some money to this over uh, that looks like it could be some uh, some smart money over. Maybe we get a you know 27-24 game, something like that. Um, this is another uh, put this in the bucket of a late evolving play for me. I was kind of 50-50 on this game. I didn't have much of an edge either way. I think this money is going to Philadelphia right now, Pritch. Okay. I'm looking at grabbing Philly plus 3.5 right now. The way this thing is trending, it looks very similar to me as the New York Jets at Carolina. So a lot of these shops pretty much all summer, it was Atlanta minus you know, 3.5. At one point, I think they might have touched 4 in some shops. They get back down to 3.5. But here's the thing. Everyone's betting uh, the Falcons. They're really uh, kind of low here on the Eagles, not knowing what to expect maybe with, um, you know, with Jalen Hurts here. But I'm seeing all these three and a halves creep down to three as we speak, Pritch. A lot of them are juiced up plus three and a half, minus one fifteen, going down to the key number of three. So I think this is the time to jump uh, on the uh, on the Eagles if you want to play this dog system. Because if you get the hook three and a half, it closes at three. Eagles lose by three. You're going to be glad because you got the hook before it fell. So it's trending in that direction. You also look at Philly. Uh, they would match as a road dog who missed the playoffs last year mm-hmm. by low. Uh, that cash with the Cowboys last night. That's 62% ATS the last decade. And it doesn't hurt. Uh, we were talking about refs earlier in the show. Uh, Scott Novak is the head official here for this game. He's been really good to road teams. He's thirty nine and twenty seven. That's almost sixty percent ATS mm-hmm. to road teams. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Philly here, Pritch. What do you think? Can they keep it close against your former team? Oh,
3: I think they can. I mean, I don't I don't know where the defense is gonna come from from Atlanta for Atlanta. And certainly um, we saw that the NFC East Uh, They might be a defensive division. Uh, You know, Dallas is going to be improved. We saw that last night. Uh, Anticipating Washington football team to be all that. And so here you have the Eagles that could be underrated defensively. And, you know, uh, the onus is going to be on the offense. Can Jalen Hurts uh, lead the troops? A lot of young players on that offense side of the ball, though.
1: Yeah, you're totally right, Pritch. That's something you're kind of a little bit concerned about. But yeah. I think also when you're betting the NFL, like, again, we talk about all the time, favorites early, dogs late. Even if you bet laid that number with the Bucks early, you you lose the bet because they didn't cover but you got a good number. This is the time right now, the witching hour on a Friday, where you can pick off hooks before they fall. Mm-hmm. I think if you like Philly there, getting the three and a half looks like it's a smart bet because it's going down to three. All right. Seattle's
3: still the favorite on the road. Carson Wentz is back. Uh, I think Indy was open as a favorite, right? And so now you have Indy as a dog plus three, 49 and a half to total.
1: Yeah, this is just a, kind of a buy-low play for me on the Indianapolis Colts bridge. I love Russell Wilson. He's as good as it gets. He's better as a dog than he is as, as a favorite ATS. But I just think, Almost kind of like the Cowboys last night. This line has moved so much that really, to me, the only value left would be buying low on the Colts plus three at home. You're totally right, Pritch. A lot of these books early in the summer open Colts minus three. Mm-hmm. So we've seen this thing, you know, completely flip. Dog to favorite, six-point move. That's a massive flip in general. Again, if you got the Seahawks getting points or anything, you know, minus one, minus two, something like that, then I think you're, you're pretty good here. You know, you're beating the closing line. But grabbing Indy at home, Getting three points to me is the value spot. I'm not banking on Carson Wentz to light it up and out-duel Russell Wilson. I'm banking on that really good defense to kind of keep Wilson in check maybe, keep it a three-point game. Uh, again, if you're laying the three now with, with Seattle, you're super late to the party like the Bucks last night. I'll go Colts plus three at home. It's a contrarian spot with a super by low inflated line.
3: And a play that you like uh, as a theme, I think, for you this week, uh, week one is dogs uh, or dogs. And, and so Cincinnati plus three uh, at home against Minnesota. Uh, making people mad like Ben Fox, but that's okay. 48's to total. Uh, picking the Bengals over the Vikings in week one.
1: I'm going Bengals here, Pritch. Yeah, we got. I got all kinds of dogs. I got like uh, Jack Russell Terriers. I got Golden Retrievers. You know, I got I got a whole list of them here. I don't know what you'd call the Bengals here. Technically, they're a cat uh, if you like that joke there, Pritch. But uh, I like the plus three. <laughs> Everybody's betting the, the Vikings here. Uh, I think on paper, this is the other thing you get when you get to week one. Perceptions. Perception mm-hmm. is... Yeah, the Vikings aren't a you know a Super Bowl contender, but they're pretty good. And Zimmer's a good coach, and Cousins you know puts up a lot of points, and they got a lot of you know uh, Cook and all these different guys, Thielen and your boy Jefferson. So the love for the Vikings is super high here. But you're looking at really a really sharp line freeze. This open minus three, the play to me was getting the Bengals with the hook because it went three up to three and a half. You had a lot of buyback there on Burrow, plus three and a half. Now it's down to three. But I kind of still like it at three. Like even if you missed the three and a half, you may be able to shop around and find it. But even if you missed it at plus three, I think it's still valuable because it looks like juice-wise that it may be trending down to two and a half. Now, I would be shocked if that happened, Pritch. But they're not juicing up the minus three back up to three and a half. They're juicing up the three on the Bengals side like it may come down. So I'll go Bengals here. I did get the three and a half in the hook, but I even played at three. I think the value is buying low on Cincy at home.
3: I wonder if the Sharps could be uh, confused on this one a little bit uh, or scratching their head a little bit more because, I mean, you look at the continuity aspect for the Vikings. It's there on their side uh, with players, not so much coaches. You know, Joe Burrow has not played at all, really. I don't know how prepared he's going to be for this one coming back from that injury, too. And then the names defensively. We're talking about Patrick Peterson and Sean Breland. And, I mean, we're talking about some substantial names here defensively for the Vikings against that younger component there on the offensive side of the ball for the Bengals.
1: Yeah, it definitely concerns you. And again, how much confidence do I have in Burrow coming off his injury? Jamar Chase with all the drops. Zach Taylor, who I can't believe he's kind of still a coach here. No offense. (laughs) He's probably a great guy, but he's really not been a guy you want to put your money behind here. But again, to me, Pritch, it's it's kind of one of those that's all kind of baked into the cake. And again, I'm not really based on like uh, opinions. It's really just kind of line moves and Mm -hmm. and leaning on dogs. So I'm with you. Uh, You know, all things being equal. I think the public says, yeah, Minnesota rolls here. Why is this line so low? But, again, why is it creeping back down to Cincy? That's kind of why I like it in this Okay.
3: Ball. All right. Good enough right there. Uh, San Francisco and Detroit. Um, is the Lions at eight now. Minus eight here for San Francisco. 45 is the total.
1: Pritch, friends don't let friends bet the Lions. Uh, but I, don't make me do it. I probably <laughs> not, have to do it. Okay. I can't stand myself. It's You want terrible. me to fly to Boston? I can do that. I'll fly yeah. to
3: Boston and tie you up or something.
1: Yeah, take away my phone, take away my, <laughs> my online accounts. Like, just keep me away from the Lions here. I mean, to me, it's Lions or no play, as gross as it looks and as terrible as it sounds. Um, the, my one concern, so I looked at this line pitch. It was seven and a half pretty much all summer. I'm like, okay, that's kind of sharp Detroit. Everyone's betting San Fran. Uh, we all know Detroit and Mr. butt your kneecaps over there. Uh, not, the, not the swiftest when it comes to, you know, uh, clock management and game management. We saw that in the preseason. But I'm like, okay, big dog system match, dog at home, dog who missed the playoffs, all that kind of stuff. But then it jumped up to eight, eight and a half. There was actually some buyback. I think eight and a half down to eight. But that was the um, what was it? The offensive lineman there for uh, for Detroit who's hurt, which kind of I think um, definitely hurt this line and mm-hmm. made it rise a little bit higher. You know, I would say San Fran. If you find an eight and a half, you could tease him down uh, with the with the um, you know the the teaser there going through the seven and the three, get them down to two and a half. I could be intrigued there. Pritch, I either got to go Lions or be disciplined and not bet this game. But I can't lay the 49ers. Big number with the public when dogs do very well. I can't do it. Uh, They may roll, but it's either Lions or nothing for me.
3: Yeah, I mean, learn the lesson from last night, laying big numbers uh, week one. I mean, good luck with that. If you want to do it, I get it. But uh, this is either a pass. This is definitely a pass for me. I'm not touching this game. i got to watch the Lions play, first of all, uh, and then certainly see and gather more intel on the 49ers. Uh, That's my choice right there. The Browns uh, at the Chiefs, I give the Browns a great chance. Uh, And this one of covering this number, uh, well, actually it's moved now. I was going to say six, but it's minus five and a half here, uh, 54 and a half the total.
1: Yeah. Anytime that happens, Pritch, it's like, it's like a kind of catch 22. Mm -hmm. Like I love that the line dropped to the Browns, but also, (laughs) you know, you you missed the six. So it's kind of one of those weird things that you just always encounter as a better, but I'm with you. I I jumped on Browns plus six. I was actually kicking myself. I didn't get the hook six and a half, but it was only out there for like a split second. Mm-hmm. To me, it's kind of a classic spot of, you know, a revenge type game uh, where obviously, you know, the Browns, uh, Mahomes got hurt and you can say, you know, hey, if he was healthy, they would have rolled in that playoff game. But maybe they take a few things from that. Also, um, kind of like betting on that stat that John Ewing gave us, you know, if you lose the Super Bowl the next year, you're really bad ATS in week one. I think it's like less than 40%, something like that. So everybody's betting KC. They're at home. Mahomes is back, but they open minus six. They're down to five and a half. Tells me you got some respected money here on the Browns. And if you look at these big dogs that are plus six or more, right. not your six and a half, but your six or more, I guess five and a half, it doesn't qualify anymore. But pretty much uh, you're about 57% ATS. Give me the Browns in this one to keep it close. And what's going on with the total? 54 and a half? Looks like it's on the rise, Prince. Okay. Maybe you get some points here. Yeah, 52 and a half up to 54 and mm-hmm. a half. Always check, you know, Arrowhead, like Wrigley Field with the Cubs. You know, look at the weather here. So it looks like. Uh, going to be a hot one 90 degrees do about 10 miles an hour of wind bill vinovich is actually a pretty good road ref he's about 54 uh, percent to the uh to the road team he's a good under ref, 58 uh, percent. but that thing's on the rise maybe some points get get put up on the board there with two pretty good
3: offenses. yeah true home field advantage too for the chiefs at arrowhead uh, and it will be back to normal uh, last year it was and they had some fans but not uh, all their fans they're gonna have all their fans for this big one but uh, i think odell beckham jr adds another dimension uh to this offense already can run the football, one of the better offensive lines, too. Now you throw in an impactful player like that. This one gets very, very interesting. I missed that number six, though, and so I'm kicking myself right now uh, in studio. Uh, that'll do it for hour number one. Hour number two starts off with a bang. We got Lou Finicaro in studio. Get Lou's picks and his thoughts on the National Football League. That's coming up next.
2: slash compatibility.